Listen, everybody needs a fairy godmother, you know, someone to look out for them. Some people call me their internet big sister, others their fairy smoke mother. You can call me Hannah, the new host of Smoke Sash. So come hang out, let's light up and talk everything there is to life. Some good, the bad, the ugly, the embarrassing. I've got a story for it all. Good morning. Happy Thursday. How we all doing today? Oh my god. The sun, she's back. She's back, you guys. I can finally feel we're like on the end of winter. Spring is coming. I can feel life entering my bones again. (laughs) I can feel my depression slowly starting to fade away. This is why I need to live somewhere that it's warm all the time. Like, all the time. Like, I don't know, California. I just need to get away from where the winter is because, goddamn, it was brutal. But also, I was talking to my coworkers. Like, I think it makes me humble. I think it makes me, like, appreciative of what I have. But also, it very much so makes me depressed. So, much to think about. But we're on the come up, ladies. it's finally spring again oh my god it was 80 fucking degrees yesterday and the day before it was like 75 and then on tuesday when i released the podcast it was like 75 and i released the podcast and i wrote a little joint to go on a walk and so i could walk and smoke and hang out in the sun visit the stray cats that live in my neighborhood um and then me and my boyfriend went to the skate park we were gonna go unfortunately the sun is still setting a little early i think the sun sets at like six so we were gonna grab dinner and go to the skate park and sit there so i could do some brand work and he could skate but we just went there for a few minutes because the sun went the fuck down and it got so cold and then we got some tacos oh my god pastor tacos literally to die for there's nothing better um than like traditional tacos holy shit i have literally and when i say that i genuinely mean that i have had that for like four out of five of my meals for the week like i'm not even kidding i've been trying to put on (laughs) me just like going on a little mini rant every beginning of the podcast i like it though let me just let me just ramble and then i'll keep you guys updated on what's going on in my life going on in my life oh my god Anyways, I've been trying to get my ass fatter. <laughs> One of you guys sent me... I love it when you guys send me memes that are, like, relatable. Please, if you ever see a meme and you're like, she think it's funny, I will think it's funny. Please send it to me. Um, but one of you sent me a meme and it was, like, Lana Del Rey sitting on the floor of her studio smoking. And it's like, sorry, I'm just really focused on making my ass fatter right now. And it's like, period. Felt that. Um, I've been just, like, trying to eat so much guacamole because... That is quite honestly the one food that I have found personally. Everybody's body's different. The way you metabolize things is very, very different for every person. Um, but for me personally, avocado is like the only thing that when I eat it, it goes straight to my fucking ass. And I love it. I love it. I used to be kind of insecure about gaining weight because... Uh, I feel like every single woman has, like, an experience where, you know, a, a guy says, not even a guy, a boy says something and then it sticks in your brain for some reason and then you never, like, eat that thing again or do that thing again because you're like, what the fuck? Why would they say that? Anyways, when I was running cross country, 
um i used to drink a lot of chocolate milk because like holy shit i was running like six to seven miles a day like double that whenever i had a meet coming up like craziness so i needed just like high nutrition and i was really small at the time i was like a freshman in high school i was very small and um i remember i was like chugging fucking chocolate milk and one of the guys was like if you keep drinking that's gonna go straight to your ass and so i stopped drinking it but i shouldn't have stopped drinking it because now i don't have a fat fucking ass and i want one um so if anybody has some that i can borrow please let me know but for now i am just trying to eat as much guacamole as i can when i was a nanny i would have literally a quesadilla with roasted bell peppers and guacamole every single day for lunch and that put me that gave me a good two inches on my ass like a good two inches of like great weight gain which weight gain i feel like nobody talks about weight gain as like a positive experience but as somebody who's been very small the majority of their life like i think it's very important to look at the way your body fluctuates um as like a positive experience and my body fluctuates greatly even based on the week and like based on um what cycle i am in my period um and that's totally fine that's totally valid that's how it's supposed to work but just being cognitive and aware of those things makes you kind of um, appreciate your body more and also makes you kind of have like a better um, kind of a relationship with your body. I think um, me kind of taking control of my period and really focusing on like, okay, what does a four-week cycle look like? Making sure I'm on good birth control, good hormone birth control. Actually, I don't think my birth control is hormonal. I was really trying to avoid that because I think it made me feel crazy. Um, But just like kind of looking into, if you're a woman, womanhood and how incredible that is. And it isn't something you should be afraid of unless unless you are... um, you don't identify as a woman then valid um uh, either journey that you're on whatever your journey is there's just so many incredible things that happens to our body and the changes that happens and i think it's very important to honor all of it so i think that really helped me kind of connect to my body and now that i'm older i'm a woman i'm 22 um I am, like, wanting kind of a more womanly figure. And so I'm like, let's put on some weight. Let's eat some guacamole. What else have I been up to? Oh, worked last night. <sighs> Made some shmoney. It was really easy. Literally that day, it was 80 degrees out. So, like, I'm a lazy bitch. I'm not going to lie to you. But when it's nice out and I know, like, my mental health needs it, uh, quite honestly, what I did is I rolled a few joints and then brought my bong down because it didn't last long enough. Um, and I just sat on my front porch in my little hammock chair and I sat out there for probably a good five hours. And me and my roommate were just sitting out there chilling, passing the bong back and forth. She was trying to do homework and she was telling me about her life. And I was just hanging, just super high, just swinging in the sun. I felt like I got a little bit of a sunburn, which was awesome because like, holy shit, when is the last time you got a sunburn like come on so that was incredible i have i don't have work today i'm gonna put out this podcast for you guys i'm gonna try and kind of speed round through a lot of um your questions 
try and get them all or get through them all and have that be a majority of our podcast go give a listen to tuesday's podcast if you haven't a lot of you guys jump on that shit really quickly though like i will upload that shit and then I'll, it'll be like 40 minutes later and it's like 100 people have already listened i'm like oh my god it hasn't even been an hour and 100 people are already on this shit that is so impressive thank you so much um tomorrow is first fridays it's my favorite, favorite thing that kind of happens in the city. I'm assuming, I mean, First Fridays hasn't really been quote-unquote happening because it's in winter and it all shuts down. But once the weather turns good again, everybody loves to get out, especially in the city. I was supposed to work Friday, so I switched to Saturday so I could enjoy my day Friday. Um, but yeah, First Fridays is going on, so I'm planning on just getting super fucked up and stumbling. There's some art galleries, my boyfriend, and... Then probably going to the Taco Bell Cantina because holy shit, I didn't know we had a Taco Bell Cantina in Kansas City and they just built one like two fucking blocks away from my house. Literally, they built one in Westport and I didn't know, I thought it was just a Taco Bell because it's like in apartment buildings. Like it's on, you know, those fancy new apartment buildings have like a grocery store or like a restaurant in the bottom of it, which if your apartment building has a fucking grocery store or a restaurant in the bottom of it, do not live there. Do not live there. You will have so many mice and so many fucking roaches, okay? Just a pro tip. Don't move anywhere there's a restaurant next to your house, okay? Because I walk out outside of our restaurant near the garbage cans and I'm terrified for my life. There is shit scurrying by my feet. And I'm like, oh my god. Like, a restaurant's clean and shit, but oh my god, the trash that piles up in the back, like, I couldn't imagine. Anyways, there's a Taco Bell cantina in the bottom of this apartment building, and like I said, I thought it was just a regu- regular Taco Bell. No, this Taco Bell is special because it serves taco- or it serves alcohol. I know. So I'm going to go get fucked up on Baja Blast and eat me a good spicy potato soft taco and call it a good Friday night. I'm hoping to go to my favorite metaphysical shop. If they're open, they're always super busy though. So maybe I'm going to try and get there early. That's been my tradition ever since I was like young, like middle school. Me and my friends pack our shit up get to the city by at least like four like right after school dress up run through the fucking art galleries have a good time um and then i would go to my favorite shop oracle which are from casey it's incredible um do you guys know i think i've told i think i've talked about this before but pot roast on tiktok the cat r.i.p may she have a great long slumber um but that is where they took her to get taxidermied and they are incredible they are so talented so i'm gonna go there i got a fortune candle last time i was there which i haven't used i really need to do a little ritual with that today probably since i have the day off and it's super nice um i've been saving that for just like a special time and i just need to go pick up some new crystals um some new candles things like that from there and they're a great local shop to support so yeah that's really my plan i'm kind of working all weekend so other than friday night i'm gonna have to get super fucked up so then i can power through the rest of the weekend that's really what i've been up to i hope you guys have been having a great week thank you for joining me again this thursday it is always wonderful to sit down and chit chat with you guys and it's so incredible seeing how many new people kind of listen a week because they end up following the main my main instagram when I, where i ask you guys to submit questions and like a hundred of you guys are like following me a day and being like hey i'm new to the podcast but i'm super excited and i love it and it's like oh bestie welcome me too i'm excited too 
<sighs> I'm gonna put on some eye patches and let's get into some questions. I need to finish my coffee too, but okay first of all if you listen where do you listen let me know dm me do you listen on apple Podcasts? do you listen on spotify i feel like a majority of the people who listen are kind of on spotify but please 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 rate and review oh my god if you do that i will literally kiss you on the forehead because i was looking at the uh, podcast charts the other day and we literally have 2.2.8 2, 2.8 thousand of you guys have voted or like have rated it and we're at a 4.9 stars which i think is insane whichever one of you guys voted me a zero star i am coming after you but rate and review please it really does make a world of the difference that's kind of how um spotify promotes uh my um podcast to other people that's how people find me if it gets positive reviews positive interaction that's how we end up on the charts that all makes a world of difference to me so if you ever have a spare little moment and you're just you know going to pull up the most recent podcast and you see a little star you know just click a little little five stars for me and that would i it would mean the world love you Okay, but let's get into some questions. It's officially like 12 o'clock here. I had to pull myself together and make some food because if you're like me and you smoke a lot, I wake up in the morning and I have to eat something ASAP because like, well, smoking kind of speeds up your metabolism a little and um, I just get super duper hungry when I wake up and I feel like a lot of people think they have CHS, the cannabinoid hyper, whatever, um, which does make you... um, kind of sick whenever you smoke weed and it gives you like long-term illness if you smoke too much um I don't think I have that I just genuinely think it makes my metabolism speed up and then in the morning I'm like oh my god I'm so hungry so literally you just eat an apple to or a banana or something to satisfy that maybe a smoothie if I have it but (laughs) I was out of all those so I just figured I'd make lunch early um I don't know if you guys get that way but yeah, just eating something early in the morning is a necessity for me. And lots of water, too. Water before I drink coffee. Um, one of you guys asked me and was like, I... Munchies, okay? How to stop them? Because someone said that, like, their munchies is more than just normal munchies. It's just, like... I eat so much when I'm high to the it gets to the point that I can't stop eating and like I'm gonna throw up which like binge eating yeah that's that's an issue I hear you I understand you like I've said before I think you should honor honor your body anytime you can especially when it comes to food you should not restrict yourself in any sort of way if you want to eat something you should definitely you know indulge but I do understand the um oh I'm high as balls, food sounds so, so good, I'm just gonna start eating and I can't stop. I've been there before, don't you worry. Um, here's some things that I think have kind of helped me. First of all, making sure that I'm eating enough throughout the day to the point that, you know, at the end of the night when I eat a little edible, you know, smoke a little bit, I am full and satisfied and my body has been nourished enough to the point that you know I've checked up checked off all the lists of things I need to eat to have my body be able to power through the day um had a good meal for dinner you know by the end of the night yeah I'm gonna get the munchies 
but I'm full from the rest of the day. So when it comes to eating, like I can only eat a little bit at night um, as like a little snack. And of course, I'm going to have a little snack when I'm smoking. There's nothing better than eating and smoking at the same time. So keep that in mind. If you do have a binge eating problems, which even in the past, my eating disorder, I had binge eating problems outside of the whole weed situation. And it's because I would not eat anything throughout the day. Nothing, 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 nothing. 10 o'clock at night hits. My stomach is literally eating itself inside out. And I'm like, okay, I'll have something to eat. And then it spirals into just like way too much food. If you just take the proactive measure to make sure you're eating, oh, three meals a day, maybe something a little healthy in there, throw a little apple in there, babes, you know, it doesn't have to be like the healthiest of fucking meals, just make sure you're nourishing your body, and then the binge eating cycles will kind of, you know, settled off. Also, I've realized, um, a lot of the times when I'm hungry, especially when I'm high, I'm actually just thirsty, which I know sounds crazy, and I know a lot of us have heard this from our moms before, where it's like, I'm hungry, I'm hungry, and they're like, go drink some water, go go drink something, you're, you're not hungry, you're dehydrated, I heard that all the time from my mom, and I used to be like, that's bullshit, like, I'm just hungry, and you don't want to make me a snack, you know what I mean, no, I, I genuinely believe it's true, because now, um, well, and in the past, I've kept a water bottle on me. I keep a water bottle on me all the time. Ice cold, delicious water, okay? And moments where I'm like, uh, I'm starving. I'll go, and well, I usually don't have food at the moment that I can adequately grab on hand. So I'll be like, okay, let me chug some water. And then I realize that, okay, chugging that water satisfied me a ton. I'm chilling. Also, it's great if you get a hydro flask with the little, um mouthpiece caps the ones the straw caps you can suck on those are great so if you're high you can just sit there suck on your water bottle hang out even just throw some mio in there get you a good drink get you a good hot chocolate okay if you have to like if you're binge eating maybe focus on a drink that you can sip and not have to work through or like munchy snacks that are pretty easy like popcorn popcorn you can make a giant ass full bag of popcorn and eat the whole thing and like you know it's like a high volume but like when it comes down to it, it's not super high volume once you eat it all. Um, healthy chips, anything like that. It doesn't have to be healthy. Just anything that it's like a large quantity of, but nutrition-wise is not large. So then it's not necessarily binge eating, but you can still indulge and treat yourself like you want to. Um, also, just keeping yourself entertained, okay? Making sure you're distracted. A lot of the times, even when I'm not high, I just get hungry because I'm bored. Like, there's nothing else to do. I might as well just fucking sit down and eat, which sometimes is fine. Um, <laughs> but like you said, if you have an issue with binge eating, <clears throat> just make sure you're, you're keeping yourself uh, occupied. Turn on a good show while you're high. It keeps you distracted. Find a good app to use. It's preferably not social media. You should probably stay off social media when you're high. Um, uh, journaling, drawing, painting. I don't know. Whatever your hobby is, babe, jump right into it. Get yourself a good book. You know what I mean? Um, 
And yeah, and also different strains. I have noticed different strains have a complete different effect on how I react. And now every strain is going to kind of be a little different with how you will process and enjoy it because um, everybody has different goals that they're going for. So I can't really recommend any strains. Um, but I have also noticed specifically eating edibles makes me way way hungrier i get the munchies like a motherfucker like crazy and okay in high school i used to eat a lot of edibles lots of edibles because you know easy smell proof pop a little eddie you're on the moon okay you're hanging and so what me and my friends would do is literally this is like our go-to we'd probably stop by sonic after eating our edible i would order specifically a medium mozzarella sticks Okay, and probably a grilled cheese. My friend's favorite thing to do is dip the Sonic grilled cheeses into Chick-fil-A sauce. I don't know. I do fuck with it, though. Maybe a little corn dog action. But yeah, always a mozzarella stick and then a large strawberry Sprite. So Sprite with the strawberry purees in it. Oh, my God. That, no, it wouldn't stop. Like, edibles, I would have the munchies like a bitch. So that, okay. And then we would usually go to Walmart. Because at Walmart, you can get a pack of 13 donuts. 13 glazed, just plain Jane glazed donuts. Not 12, 13. They throw in an extra one for you. For literally $2.98. Like, I have that price memorized from middle school. It might have um completely jumped by now. Or not middle school, high school. Oh, my God. Um, I might have jumped by now, but we would go get a pack of glazed donuts, finish that bitch easily, and a watermelon. And we that would be our night. <laughs> so trust me, like I know we'd binge eating. But I don't really do I don't eat edibles as often anymore, and I've noticed my munchies are totally kind of non-existent when I'm um not eating edibles and yeah just check the strain make sure you're hydrated make sure you're eating adequately throughout the day and let me know if that helps let me know okay someone asked me how to be happy with no higher purpose and then okay valid here's the thing none of us have a higher purpose i like is that does that make sense if you're like one of the people which okay so me how am i how do i go about this okay so I feel like I've always had a calling in my life. I've loved art. I have loved anything regarding art, anything that is creative. And that's kind of what I felt like my life, quote unquote, life purpose is. It's just, just create. Like, that's what I'm passionate about. But I've met a lot of people throughout the years who are just like, I don't have any passions. I'm just here for a good time which is like valid, but I feel like they have a lot of like existential dread regarding that when in reality, like that should free you a little bit. Okay. Because the whole life has a purpose. You need to do something with it. I think is kind of stemming from our capitalist society. Like the, especially because like they kind of teach us that our hobbies need to be turned into a monetization tool. Okay. It doesn't need to be. The purpose of life is simply to live and to have fun doing it. So as long as you're doing that, that is literally your life's purpose. Okay. You don't have to have some big fucking goal, some big accomplishment. You don't have to do this world changing, life changing shit. Like you can, and that's wonderful. And if you do want to do it, go after it. But if you are content just enjoying and exploring your life as a human being, that is absolutely valid. 
okay? And I don't think you need to be searching and feel lost because you don't have something that you're going towards. Just as long as you're trying to better yourself, A, you're a good person to others, and you're trying to make every day the best you can. I genuinely believe that is every single person's purpose to life, okay? Don't stress yourself out. Oh my god, how to dance at clubs without looking awkward? Valid question. Get yourself a vodka Red Bull and you'll be chillin'. Um, I have no shame when it comes to clubs. Everybody's dancing. Well, specifically the clubs I go to, they're not the kind of like judgy, uh, side-eye kind of girl vibes. You know what I mean? Or even guy vibes, which I think is why people feel uncomfortable at clubs sometimes. The clubs I go to are very much so like Wookiee clubs, like EDM clubs. So everybody there is just like no shame, which is kind of why I love that community because there's no shame and everybody is just there to support each other. So you can get out there dancing like a fool and everybody will join in with you. You know what I mean? Get yourself a vodka Red Bull, go out there and bust your fucking ass. Have a good time. Stop focusing on what other people are doing. I have literally, like it doesn't get worse than this, okay? I have literally been blacked out on a pole in a mini dress with my dress completely like pulled the fuck up and it was like on a platform pole stage at this club blacked out completely just swinging around on this pole so and then this girl had to come get me down so if you you cannot embarrass yourself more than that all right just go have fun Okay, I've been getting a lot of questions about fake friends recently. So let, let's read this DM I got. Um, once again, if you ever have like longer questions at Hannah Marlene, you can always send your questions there. Um, this is where I found this question. But they said, hey, okay, so me and this girl were really close. But in like December, I would talk shit about her and not actually mean anything I would be saying. But she found out and she hates me. In parentheses, I also told her I didn't like her boyfriend. It's been five weeks and I need some tips on how to get over it because she just deleted all of our videos and pictures together. And it seems like she's over me, but I'm not over her yet. And I don't feel like we will be friends anytime soon. Okay. Heard. Valid. Well, the, uh, okay, let's get into this. <clears throat> First of all, ah. Uh, there's just a there's a lot of things going on here and I don't want to be harsh on you but someone also needs to call you out because listen I've been a bad friend and it took it, it I needed to get called out for it for me to realize what I was doing and I've also been the friend who's been kind of like fucked on you know what I mean the friend who's pushed aside the friend who gets shit talked on her you know what I mean um Okay, so first of all, let's break down this beginning. Um, I would talk shit about her and not actually mean anything I would be saying. That is false. There's a difference between friendly constructive criticism, which is absolutely valid. Sometimes you need to let off some steam about friends. That's okay. Um, And just straight up talking shit about somebody behind their back. There is two very different things, okay? One of them is malicious, and whether you intended it to be malicious or not, it is still malicious. 
And one of them is just like, you know, friendly banter. And and people very much so know the difference between the two. The fact that she was quick to delete all pictures, all videos, cut off ties, tells me that it was probably more malicious than you seem to think. Um, whether it was about her boyfriend, like you said, or not, a friend makes you feel uplifted. A friend makes you feel safe. A friend makes you feel like a bad bitch. A friend makes you feel good about yourself. And unfortunately, you did not create that space for her. And it's obvious, by the way, she quickly moved on. Okay? You are unable to move on because you feel bad about what you did. So you have two options here. Actually... There's two things to do. A, you're going to learn from this. You're also probably need to come to the understanding that you're probably going to face some sort of karma for this. Um, and you need to realize, yeah, your words, your actions have consequences. You can lose friends if you're not a friend to your friend. And yeah, that sucks, but you need to pay more attention to what you're doing with your time and with your words, Okay. Also, if you want to make it right, you can. You absolutely can. But you need to apologize more than you've ever apologized. You need to own up to your mistakes. You need to put your ego aside. And you need to genuinely look at how you hurt them straight up in the face. Take it for face value and do what you can. Okay? Show up for that person. Make it known that if they want you in their life that you are there for them and you are sorry and you genuinely you understand what you did was wrong do not deny anything i think denying is fucking horrible obviously she knows so just own up to it girl learn from your mistakes own up to it apologize and move on okay but what i do need to say is i have been i mean i have been both friends And very quickly after I was in your position of maybe being the shit talker, I was then talked, I was then (laughs) the friend who got shit talked on. And it's, it sucks. It sucks. Because these people that you think are your, that would ride and die for you, that think, that you think care about you and appreciate you because you care and appreciate them. All of a sudden you turn around not literally, but um, <laughs> metaphorically, you turn around and they're saying horrible, awful, mean shit about you. That doesn't feel good to anybody. Of course you're going to with- want to withdraw and remove yourself from those people and remove those toxic people out of your life. So let her do so. The reason you feel bad is because you know you fucked up. You know you shouldn't have been doing that. You know you were saying probably some outlandish things. So own up, apologize, and stop being the toxic friend. All right, that's really all you can do. No, don't beat yourself up. Don't, don't like, um, I don't know. Just like everybody makes mistakes. Everybody has those. You know what I mean? Try to apologize. Try to be better. (sighs) It is shitty though. I feel like, like friendship breakups hurt more than regular breakups. But yeah, apologize, babe. Apologize and do better. (laughs) someone said hey such a weird question but does one of your podcasts talk about masturbation and does we draw your pussy (laughs) 
valid, 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 valid. Okay, okay. Um, so, sorry, my manager just texted me and I got distracted. Um, okay, so we does dry your pussy. I know, crazy, right? Okay, the reason, well, also, dehydration dries your pussy, which I think is the main cause here. Let me explain. Okay, so if you're dehydrated and then you smoke, that is just going to make your fucking mouth and pussy a Sahara desert. I am not fucking with you. Straight up, if you are dehydrated and then you smoke, your mouth and your pussy will become a Sahara desert. Do not even try sticking a dick inside of you, okay? So, stay hydrated. Literally, bad bitch rule number one, stay hydrated, okay? If you are like, oh my god, my ushy gushy, like she's a little drier than usual, chug water. Chug water. If you've never had an ushy gushy, chug water. Chug water. The only way I can squirt, okay, that came out of nowhere. The only way I can squirt is if I'm like overhydrated, okay? So making sure you're hydrated, make sure your body has enough resources to lubricate. And if you're super duper horny, over lubricate. You know what I mean? And you won't get cotton mouth. I know. I know. No one ever talks about cotton pussy, though. It's a, it's a real phenomenon, but it is mainly based in dehydration. Um, if you're dehydrated and you're also nervous to kind of fuck, and you, you probably won't be able to get lubricated enough to for, like, satisfaction. Um, so, yeah. Stay hydrated, babes. You will get cotton puss. I'm not even kidding you. Stay hydrated. Um, and like I said, oh my god, have I ever talked about squirting on here? Mm, no. Um, I'm still confused on whether squirt is pee or not. <laughs> As every every girl is, you know what I mean? And like and there's no way to control it. At least I can't control it. I just know if I'm hitting the right spot and I'm nice and hydrated, I can do it. That's about it. But I have had <laughs> men be like, yeah, will you squirt for me, baby? And I'm like, ew, that is not how that works. That is not how that... Sorry, I yelled. This is an audio podcast. <laughs> men just make me so... Oh, my God. Squirt for me, baby. Oh, it was. Is it Noah Sinan? Whatever his name is. What did he say? What did he say? Hold on, pause. <laughs> Noah Centennial. You know that video where he's like, "So, are you gonna show me how you squirt?" Like, oh my God, men have no idea what goes on down there. Uh, but also, every woman is very different. Very, very different. Also, yeah. But where was I going with this? stay hydrated, stay, stay hydrated. I don't know if I've talked about masturbation in any of my podcasts, TBH, so we can get into it now. Masturbation, very healthy. I think you should have masturbated at least a hundred times before you get with somebody, like for the first time, for the first time, sorry, the hiccups. I think you should have masturbated, you know, that's a lot, that's a lot. But I had a f- I had a few years of masturbation before I hooked up with anybody, which I think was awesome because I knew how to make myself come, which is necessary. How are you going to expect someone else to know how to make your- make yourself come if you cannot make yourself come? 
And it's going to take a while. It's going to take you figuring out, you know, the right finger trick, the right vibe, the right spot, the right area, how you like to be turned on. I don't know. Um, But I think it's very healthy. Everybody should be doing it. Um, And yeah, that's, that's all I really have to say on masturbation. If you're young, stay away from vibrators until you're older because i do know overusing vibrators um i think can make your clit a little less sensitive so kind of stay away from vibrators maybe if you're younger um like early 20s then move on to vibrator use your fingers if you can because you should feel yourself you shouldn't you should know the anatomy of yourself masturbate in front of a mirror You know, like, you should be very aware with what is going on down there um, and where you like to be touched and how you like to be touched. And you do have to learn that from yourself before you can kind of learn it from another person. So, masturbation, good. Avoid porn. Avoid porn unless it's very ethical porn. Because, also... A lot of people masturbate to fucking weird porn and they get themselves in bad situations trying to get off. So, and not like bad, like online bad, like going after the wrong kind of guys. You know what I mean? Or guys being weird towards girls. You know, like the effects of porn are real. So avoid if possible. Um, yeah. I don't know. Masturbate. Have fun. Stay hydrated, girlies. It's very important. Um, also, someone asked me... We'll just get it get it all out of the way. Bush or no bush? When I was younger, I used to shave it all off. Shave it all off. If I were to shave it all off now... And when I say shave it all off, I mean, like, I was bare. Bare down there. And I think that's because in porn, I had seen it that way, which is gross. Gross. Now, if I looked at myself in the mirror and I was completely bare down there, I think I'd be nervous and might throw up because I'm, like, a woman now. I'm 22, and there's no reason for me to look like a child, especially down there. Does that make sense? Um, So here's what I do. And this is what I've been loving, okay? I've had this for a good two years now. Um, I do like to be shaved down there. I don't have a full bush. Like... If I had a full, full bush, like, growing out everywhere, it'd just be too much hair, too much upkeep, I think. Um, Now, with men, I like all hair. I know that might be a little controversial. I feel like looking at a dick, a bald dick in balls, is that's terrifying. Oh, my God. Like, keep some hair down there. I want to make sure I'm with a man. You know what I mean? Um, Whether it is, like, trimmed up or just full-on man bush, I like that. Uh, TMI, but I'm into it. Um, Because I'm also into having a bush on women. So it has to be fair for men to be able to do the same thing, too. Um, I... What I do is, especially because it's, like, bikini season coming up. How the fuck are you going to have a bush with bikini season? What? I was wearing a micro thong last year, and I was perfectly fine. I just tucked my little bush in. Um, But what I do is, you know, shave the bikini area, you know, like, the, your inside of your thighs. I shave that, and I always use, like, a two ra- two-bladed women's razor. Make sure it has, like, the hydrating, like, little line on it. As long as it has the little hydrating line um or the hydration fucking i don't know what it's called i don't know the parts of a razor two blades 
perfect. I can get a smooth shave, no razor bumps. Um, I go with the grain, with the grain down there, okay? Um, you do not want to go against the grain down there. You will get some crazy razor burn, all right? If you have to go over the same spot a couple of times, do it, but do not go the opposite direction. With my legs, you can go the opposite direction, but pussy, protect her, okay? Now, make sure you've been in the shower for a good 10 15 minutes for you shave so the follicles can you know loosen up the hair is nice and soft for shaving make sure it's a new razor every time um i've noticed even if it's like the second use of a razor you know second day i will get ingrown hairs new razor make sure it's nice and clean um yeah so i shave um you know inside of the thighs and the lips and then my asshole you know shave all up in there Make sure my lips are nice and smooth. And then I leave like a patch. Like, you know where people have landing strips? Which I love a good landing strip. I've done that before. I just, I'm kind of in the bush mood. Maybe one day I'll go back to landing strips. But I leave the top, which I guess your pubic bone would be up there. You know, the top. Um, I leave like a good bush. And I trim around it so, you know, it can fit inside a bikini. I trim it down a little bit. But yeah. Keep a bush there, keep the rest smooth, and I'm happy. TBH, that's what I've been doing. I think it's a vibe. Try it out. I just think no one should be smooth. Actually, if you like it, go for it. I'm not gonna hate I'm not gonna hate on you for your for what you prefer. But I used to think I preferred smooth, and then I was like, this is crazy. Give me a 70s bush. I love it. Also, You'd be surprised how many different pubic hairstyles there are. Because I was looking through my vintage Playboys the other day, and every single one of those girls had a, a, a different pussy, and B, different pubic hair. Some of them had full bush, like the most hair I've ever seen on a woman. Some of them had no hair. Some of them had little cute landing strips. Some of them had rhinestones. Like craziness. And I love to see it all. Like I love the variety. It's um, I think you should be very, very comfortable with how you view yourself and also like I got more comfortable with how I view myself and especially my privates the more I kind of and this sounds weird but the more I viewed others because I realized like everybody is very normal everybody's like very different but also very normal does that make sense thoughts on high school relationships personally i stayed out of relationships all of high school and i had the most drama free fun time of my entire life did i still have crushes did i still have little people i was interested in yes but i completely avoided them because i was so socially awkward and there's no way i could ever talk to them um which probably was better for me because knowing how like kind of crazy i am right now i couldn't imagine being this crazy also in high school i think it would have just added on way too much stress um i also made a video on tiktok about this and i was like if i could give girls one piece of advice it'd be avoid relationships until you're older um spend the spend your younger years focusing on yourself and your career and your goals and your dreams because once a man gets in the way you're gonna be very very distracted which is okay but make sure you genuinely have the time for that and in high school you don't have any time for that because you're trying to figure out who you are you're trying to figure out what you want to do and by the time you graduate high school and go to college you're gonna be a very different person even if you guys, and I have seen, like, relationships work, it's very minimal, and they usually have children, like, halfway through college, but even if you guys do, you know, stay together and go to separate colleges, in college, you become a 
very, very different person. And the likelihood of you guys staying together is very low. Not to be a hater, I'm just being very, very genuine here. Like, all the relationships I saw other people be in from high school in college, they were not to scare you, and I genuinely don't mean to scare you, but oh my god, they had the most drama going on. I also think it just takes a really hard toll on women's mental health, being in a relationship. Young guys have no emotional awareness, no self-control, and I don't want you guys being the victim of that. So, focus on yourself. If you're in a relationship, cool, fine, dandy. Make sure it's healthy for you. Make sure you're stress-free, drama-free, and that will make high school so much easier. Ooh, great question, because I'm currently there. (laughs) Okay, I have an art block with drawing and painting. and Advice on how to get over that. So in art school, um, they just made us, sorry, churn out so much fucking art that after a while, I would be like, brain is empty. No creation. You know what I mean? Um, Let me grab my bomb. I need to take a rip. But... The best, best way to kind of still nurture that creative energy and also give yourself maybe a little break in between projects, in between ideas, is to simply gather images. Scrapbooking, babes. Gather images, whether it's on Pinterest. Now, here's the thing. I don't think you should keep it to one specific app personally love tumblr love pinterest love sourcing things off of instagram from tiktok anything if i like it i screenshot it and then after screenshotting it either a which i think is super fun super like i don't know it's just great is you can go ahead and print them off hand cut them out put them all together, um, just pages, pages, pages full of inspiration. Or I have Bazaar. I don't know if you guys know that app. Bazaar is great because um, all the screenshots, all the images I collect, all the inspiration I get, I just crop it and um, throw it in like a new page on Bazaar. And then I have all of my inspiration kind of categorized in there. But when I am not creating, I am making sure I am still intentionally looking for beautiful things in the world. Um, things that inspire me. Things that catch my eye. Things that make me curious. And, and then thinking about this. Why do they make me curious? Why do these color schemes work? Why do I like the way this is set up on this page? Why do I like the formatting of this? And going from there. And then using that also as a tool for future projects I create. Just allowing yourself the space to kind of... Get excited about the future. Um, See what other people are doing. See what's going on in the world. I think just collage work, collecting images, great way to do that. Okay, let's get a little bully bull packed. Um, Ooh, someone asked, how to plan the perfect chill baked night with the BF? Valid. You can also substitute a GF or even a best friend. But like the perfect baked night. Ooh, now that the sun's out and it's actually warm, the best thing to do is, like, okay, go grab your favorite food. Personally, mine is Mediterranean. Habashi House up River Market, Kansas City. My favorite. Go get yourself some hummus, some pita. Um, get yourself some curry chicken, whatever sounds good to you. Some um, baklava. Well, I don't know. Whatever your favorite food is. It could be pizza, some wine. Get yourself some alcohol, too. Take it to the park, roll yourself some joints, smoke in the park, eat yourself some food, chill out. Once it gets cold, go home, 
smoke some more, take a bubble bath. Yeah, throw some Dr. Teal's eucalyptus salt in that bitch. Bubble bath. Oh my god. Have you guys ever ever had sex in a bathtub? That's just kind of hard. Preferably in the shower, but the bathtub, I feel like it's splashing around everywhere. So maybe avoid that. Maybe wait till you're after the or out of the bathtub. Okay. But bubble baths are always great. Light a few candles, some incense, put on some music. And then get some previously, maybe have some snacks. Chill. Put some good lights on. Put on a good movie and pass the fuck out. That's like the perfect kind of chill night for me um also you guys could maybe do like i've done this before homemade pizzas you know get yourself some good dough some homemade dough get yourself some good sauce all the toppings you can think of some fresh basil fresh mozzarella drop that on a fucking pizza home make some pizzas munch it out okay get some good ice cream some wine and also had a bubble bath. I just love a good bubble bath, especially when I'm high as shit. Oh my god. Incredible. Someone asked, did I ever hook up with a plug to get free weed? No. I have never done that. Have I gotten a lot of free weed? Yes. You should never, ever, ever have to hook up with anybody, though. Ever. You can always find a man who is willing to smoke you out for free. And if not, you got your best friends, all right? But there's no way you should ever, ever, ever be sleeping with a man in exchange for weed i once also just be careful when buying from male (laughs) the male species oh my god sorry i need to find a lighter because i have i told you guys this story before i don't think so i've told my coworkers before definitely but men be like yo we do this a lot you should come over more often like sir this is a business transaction business transaction I am not interested in you, okay? But once I, and you need to be very careful because men will take advantage of you, um, is, well, one time I was going to buy some some things from a man, <laughs> and I pulled up to the apartment complex, you know, as one does back in the day, and he's like, okay, get in my car real quick. And I'm like, okay, fine. Usually... They were like, okay, get in my car, or they hop in my car. My car was kind of a fucking mess. So he was like, hop in my car. I hop in his car. He's like, here you go. He's like, how you doing? You know, just casual small talk. I I thought it was casual small talk. Like, okay, cool. Like, gotta go. He's like, actually, let's take a little drive. I was like, what? Lock. He locks his doors. Hits lock. I have already exchanged money for things, okay? Locks his doors. Pulls out of the apartment complex and just starts to drive in. And I am losing my shit internally. Internally losing my shit. On the outside, I am cool as a cucumber sitting there just, ha yeah, huh, yeah, totally. You know, he's just chit-chatting, thinking like, oh, we're going to go for a little drive and talk and, you know, hang out. Like a little date or I don't know what the fuck he was thinking. I was terrified. He drives around for a good three, four minutes. He's like, okay, well, I guess I'll take you back to your car. I was like, yeah, no shit, take me back to my car. Played it cool. He pulls up to my car. He's like, okay, yeah, hit me up uh, whenever. I'm like, okay, bye. Get in my car, block that man immediately. Have never spoken to him since. Terrifying. 
men, especially men who are in the drug business, take advantage of women. And you need to pay attention and understand your surroundings 24-7 or else it will happen to you too, okay? Be careful. You should never be giving out fucking head for weed. You should never be giving out puss for weed, okay? Now, I did post a meme on my Instagram last night and it got taken down this morning. It was so sad. But it was, like, a Tweety Bird in a weed shirt, and she was puffing on, like, a fucking joint, and she had a high pony, and it said a relationship should be 50-50. He buys the weed, and I smoke it. And I was, like, relatable, gotta repost. Like, when it comes to that, that's different. Like, you can fuck somebody you're in a relationship with and have your weed provided to you. I feel like that's very normal. But, like, don't. Baby, don't. Don't. If you're if you're giving away puss for weed, it should be a good pound. A good fresh pound of weed. Okay? But don't let these men convince you into anything else. Okay, let's hit this bowl. First bowl of the day, ladies and gentlemen. Oh my goodness. Oh my god, how to ask him out when you've never talked to him, LMAO? Okay, okay, okay. You want to know how to, like, plant yourself in a man's life? Oh, I know all about it. So, okay, first of all, when it comes to dating, dating apps are not the place to find love. I genuinely believe that. Unless it's, like, uh, maybe Hinge. I feel like people on Hinge are a little bit more serious about relationships. But Tinder, Bumble, no, that's for fucking, okay? If you want to fuck, you can get on there. But if you're looking for a relationship on there, I think you're going to end up heartbroken. I think the best way to kind of go about, oh, I know this person, or I want to build a relationship with them, is to either A, find them on social media and go from there, or B, say you you don't know them from social media, but you do, they're like the cute little person that you see in the coffee shop, show up to their coffee shop, show up and keep showing up and, and keep showing up. And, oh my God, what's your favorite coffee? Oh my God. Well, what's that? Like, keep, keep building that conversation. See if you have interest and then see if it can lead to a phone number. Oh my God. Well, if you ever want to hang out sometime or if you're ever bored, here's my number or something like that. You know, um, you can also, if it's social media, this is how my boyfriend bagged me. (laughs) essentially just make sure you're like always kind of interacting with them in a little way whether it's sliding up on stories my boyfriend literally slid up and was like you're super cute lol and I was like yeah I know (laughs) and then eventually you know little back and forth leads to you guys hanging out and then boom pow you can take it from there But I don't think you should ever be afraid to take the first step. I think women taking the first step is a power move. And I think it kind of throws men off. And also, it's very attractive to a man. When a woman knows... And also, uh, don't do things for men. But also, I'm speaking also in a heteronormative relationship. Because that's really all I've experienced. Um, I assume women think, you know, taking the first step is attractive as well. But... I think it's specifically a power move. When women know what they want, it is so attractive. There's nothing more attractive than a woman who knows who she is and knows what she wants. And being that thing she wants, oh, that's hot. That's hot. So never be afraid to take the first step, okay? 
Oh, what are green flags slash healthy boundaries you practice in your relationship? Okay, very valid question. Okay, well, when it comes to me personally, um, I have very much so like anxious attached a little codependent and I know that about myself and I know that from being in previous relationships which is very helpful because I also know what I've done wrong um personally avoiding you know being crazy and going down deep rabbit holes on social media okay we don't really have each other's location we don't do any of that because we communicate with each other, okay? He keeps me updated on his day. I keep him updated on his on my day. When he's busy and I get anxious, I push it away. I understand that he is busy. He needs a space as a human to do his own things, whatever. I'm going to go do my own things now. You know what I mean? And same with me. When I'm busy at work and, like, fucking four hours have flown by and I haven't updated him on my day, I'm not getting a hundred text messages of, what the fuck are you doing? Where are you? Why won't you respond? Are you, you know, I don't get that. I get, hope you're having a good day. Let me know when you have a free moment. You know? Very much healthy, constant communication when we finally meet up at the end of the night, hang out together, which we do try and make sure we spend most nights together, which I think is um, nice because even it allows us both to be whole humans during the day and kind of get all of our shit out of the way. And then once we both have all of our tasks complete, we can kind of come together and enjoy our time. To- oh my God, I have hiccups. Enjoy our time together. I think that's incredible. Also... I think my partner is also a friend more like more so than they are a partner like although it is kind of the same thing um we are both incredibly passionate about each other's interests we support each other endlessly we both want each other to succeed we both want to see each other become the best versions of each other um there's a lot of people out there who want to keep you dumbed down and simple and non-complex people should want to lift you up and make you kind of um people should want to lift you up and make you the best version of yourself um some other things we're both empathetic to each other if either of us sets a boundary we listen openly to that and we make desired um changes necessary to honor those boundaries well whatever they are some and boundaries aren't always big or little who knows what size they are but it doesn't matter we both hear those and openly try and do better regarding what they are um communication once again super super important being vulnerable with each other which i think is kind of hard um but is a beautiful thing about building a relationship and i think a lot of people are terrified to be vulnerable with each other but i think the greatest kind of human connection comes from vulnerability um so just being open with how you feel being honest with how you feel about them, um, how you feel about yourself, what's going on, being real with your emotions, not hiding them, um, and having that be a two-way street as well. You're communicating them, and they're also communicating them. So it's making it a, um, you know, very much so respected um, 
why, what was I going with this? There was someone walking their dog outside and they were doing something weird. So it got me kind of caught off guard. Also, having an outside life, you have to be two individual humans that come together for a relationship. You are not two halves of people coming together to become a full person, okay? You are both individualized people with different friends, different hobbies, different interests and you come together to share those interests and then do something that you guys enjoy together so like me i go and i take pottery classes and this is a little boundary to set with him my boyfriend too um because we do like doing a lot a lot a lot of things together um but i feel like it's also important for me to have my own spaces especially especially creativity creatively creatively oh my fucking god um so I started taking pottery classes with my dad and my boyfriend was like, can I join? And I was like, no hate, love you. This is just more so a thing me and my dad are going to do together, but I would love to do something else with you. And he heard that. And he was like, no, noted. I hope you have so much fun. I can't wait to see what you make. And he started taking glass blowing classes. So he's been taking glass blowing classes on his own and I've been doing pottery on my own. And it's super incredible to see like, okay, what we create, um, individually and what he can share with me we have very different jobs he goes to his job all day i have my job at night as a bartender or server um so we kind of have opposite hours but it makes coming together way better because we have so much to tell each other we have so many exciting things to share with one another we have a lot to look forward to especially when we come together because a lot of times it's like i get home at 10 o'clock at night and he wakes up at 7 a.m to go to work so Yeah, just little things like that. And they're very easy to enact. It's just you need to uh, make sure you have a partner who is willing and interested in having a um, healthy relationship. Because a lot of people aren't. And that's okay. That's fine. I don't have time to mess with that. And it's something that I had to figure out about my boyfriend. I was like, okay, well, will he be a good partner to me? Will he avoid the drama? Will he... And he has, I mean, we both have done a pretty good job about it. So I do see that he is here to build a good relationship with me. Um, But do keep an eye out for people who simply don't want a healthy relationship. Because a lot of people don't. A lot of people live for the drama. Um, But yeah. Okay, valid question. Um, And I feel like a lot of uh, women have this question as well. How to forgive myself for having a high body count? First of all, why do you think you need to forgive yourself? Hmm, much to think about there. Um, I stopped thinking about body counts after my first relationship. I was like, this is lame and boring and why are people asking me my body count? What are you trying to control by asking me this? And what am I trying to control in myself about trying what am I trying to control myself by making me tally and note every single person that I've slept with? Okay? Okay. I think you could sleep with a thousand people and that's perfectly fine. I think you could sleep with one person and that's perfectly fine. I think you could sleep with five people, 30, 40, however many people you think is valid. That's all that matters okay as long as you are doing what's good for yourself that's all that matters um and i understand especially women sexually we get ourselves into some situations that we're maybe not too too happy about but i don't think it's 
great to ruminate on the negative and more so focus on how to make your next experience positive and making sure you're choosing partners who are valuing you and who are going to treat you well during sex, who are going to fucking make you come, okay? Who are going to see you as a human being, who are going to appreciate your body and you for your what you're worth, okay? Make sure you're having, A, a good time. They make you feel comfortable about yourself. They make the, pos- the experience positive. The sex is fun the sex makes you discover things about yourself those are all things that are very important and if you discover that through one person and you're satisfied valid totally valid if you discover that in 50 people and you are satisfied that is valid as well okay but uh, the whole body count thing i think it's completely irrelevant at this point i have not heard anybody bring a body count in like forever i don't know if it's still popular with the young kids (laughs) i don't know if it's still popular with them or if people are still asking your body count but if anybody ever asks your body count that is a red flag right there here's some different questions to ask are you um clean from stds when is the last time you got a um like a test done okay that is a valid question I don't know what the fuck is how many people have you slept with, but um, are you STD free? Valid, valid. Everybody should go be should go get an STD test after every partner or at least once a month. You know what I mean? Um, that is like because I feel like the whole body count question kind of came from a, okay, well, am I having safe sex? But then it got warped into a, okay, we're actually kind of pushing a Puritan kind of lifestyle and we're really shaming these women for simply enjoying their sexuality, which is not something we should ever, ever, ever shame women for. You should have as much fun as you can. You should fucking do whatever feels right, okay? And don't let anybody else tell you what feels right. Don't let, because like... I see trends where it's like, why have one bitch when you can have five? Why have five bitches when you can have none? I'm like, valid. But I also feel like a lot of people don't feel that way as well. So don't focus on the trends. Don't focus on what's going on or what other people are doing. Truly, genuinely listen to yourself. If you want to sleep with people, go ahead. If you don't, then don't. And make sure the person that you are genuinely sleeping with does care about you and wants to make you feel comfortable and wants to have as much fun as you do okay make sure you're um, both std free and i see no issue with boning as many people as you want tbh when you grow up you realize body count doesn't matter i like i said i've not heard anybody talk about body count in fucking years and that's because i'm surrounded by 30 year olds they do not care about body count body count is very much so like a uh high school like college thing and not even so much in college people kind of give up in college they don't care as much um but yeah if somebody is asking you that question red flag right there this is such a funny question um valid tips on wearing bras at work because i never wear it unless there's for real no other way um so here's the thing when i'm at work i'm a very different person than when i am out and about doing my own thing mostly because a i'm a server and bartender so my whole job is kind of like 
I just have to look good and presentable. So, like, I'm in my work wear. I am in shit that I would not be wearing outside of work, okay? Also, always have lashes done. Always have my hair done. Always have a full face. I know that's so much work. Unfortunately, I make more tips when I do that. And I also always wear a bra. So, I feel you on the I never wear a bra unless I'm at work thing. But... It's just something you gotta do. I consider it part of the uniform. That bra literally never touches me unless I am going to work, TBH. So I say just own it. And I did get a bra that made my titties look real good. So that kind of helps because when I put it on, I'm a little excited. So. But I think that's kind of the end of the podcast. You guys had a lot of sex questions this time. And I'll answer more of those on Tuesday's podcast. I'll put out... Let's load another bowl, too. I'll put out a questionnaire on my Instagram, per usual, where you can submit all of your questions. Um, Probably on, like, Sunday, maybe Saturday. So I can prep for the podcast on Tuesday. But... Yeah, thank you for joining me. You guys had some great questions today. Sorry if it was a little random. I do kind of like the randomness, though. Um, It keeps my ADHD brain kind of focused a little bit. I have no idea what the fuck to title this, but I hope you enjoyed. I think from now on, I'm going to let, you know, Tuesday's podcast kind of be more long-winded answers to a few questions and then Thursday's podcast kind of speed round it because a lot of your questions are very very valid and don't take super long time to answer and i of course want to get to everybody at least once um so feel free to submit literally any question you have any question you have i will answer as you can tell there is (laughs) if you made it to the end of this podcast i have no shame no shame at all it's and i think that's because i used to have a lot of shame in everything i used to have shame in like breathing like i thought i couldn't take up any sort of space and it got so fucking tiring and boring that at this point i am just like i'ma own it everything everything i'ma own it no matter what it is i don't care if i fucked up i'ma own it i'm gonna say sorry i'm gonna do what i can and i'm gonna become a better person if i um you know i'm a fucking weirdo i'm gonna own that shit and make me feel cool about it i don't know what i'm trying to say you know i just spent so much of my life trying to deny myself who i am that at this point it is just like i am who i am and unfortunately it's gonna just i'm gonna keep getting worse (laughs) but like in the best possible way let's hit this bowl Oh, it's such a strange outro. (coughs) But I'm high as shit. Anyways, I hope you guys have a wonderful rest of your Thursday. If you ever want to see what I'm up to, my day to day life. So, um, follow me on Instagram at Hannah Marlene. Once again, you can also submit all questions there. I hope you have a wonderful Thursday. Thank you for being here. Thank you for supporting me. Thank you for everything you do for me and everything you do for yourself as well. I love you so much. Have a wonderful, wonderful Thursday. I'll see you Tuesday. Mwah.